welcome back to another episode of... Explain It Slowly. Okay. So recently I was reminded that you used to sell sushi at school and you were like 13 years old. So how did you become uh, a sushi salesman? <laughs> well, everyone starts off as and, a... And I guess manage not to poison anyone. <laughs> um... <laughs> About that, no. Uh, so, so yeah, I guess some backstory. Uh, when I was a, a little lad, um, I don't remember when this was, um, but and like I can't say, oh, I was in high school because I don't understand those things. I was in a school for my whole life. It was the same school, uh, so like the years are muddled. You you were that bad of a student that yeah, you I never progressed past uh, first. Grade. I went from first to sixth grade, and just two environments. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I was youngish, probably like just became a teenager, um, I would say is probably accurate, 13, 14. Um, and I, I really liked sushi. I was, I was a fan of sushi. I wanted to be a sushi chef when I grew up. Um, and, and yeah, so every time we went to, to go have sushi, I'd always watch the chefs and observe and like, and, and like learn from that. Uh, and I would make it at home and, uh, yeah, I felt like I was, I was decent, uh, as decent as a 13 year old, uh, could be. Uh, and I guess I decided I'm gonna make sushi at school. And that's something I did. Out of nowhere. You just woke up one day, I'm gonna start selling sushi at school? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I know... (laughs) I don't know. I guess because you went to a French school, it, the rules and everything is different. But I know even at my school, this was high school, even when I was... So in, in normal high school, whenever you're part of like a sports or a club and sometimes you need like uniform, the school doesn't just provide you the uniform, right? So I was in tennis club mm-hmm. and we need a new uniform so we had to sell candy. The teacher would provide the candy. We would have to go sell it and then uh and then give the money back to the teacher and that they use that money to buy us new equipment or uniform or whatever. And I know even just selling like M&Ms, we still require like a permit from the principal or the administration that says we're allowed to sell pre-packaged M&Ms or like chocolate or whatever. And this is like live raw fish that you're selling. It's not live. But but like raw fish that you're selling that you just brought packed at home in a what a Tupperware and you brought to school and just start assembling and like no permits, no nothing. Like no one cares. No one cares. Uh, <laughs> None yeah. of the teachers cared. Teachers were in line. <laughs> it's a... Uh... The teachers know what's up, uh, but um, was the cafeteria food that bad? <laughs> there's no cafeteria. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we just had like an outdoor eating area, um, and which was also the recess area, and like there was a, a volleyball thing and a, a basketball thing, and that's like just the outdoor area of the school. Um, I don't know how normal this is, uh, but our school is kind of like a trailer camp uh, where the classrooms were trailers. Um, which is which is normal a lot of schools use like bungalows where it's mm-hmm. like 
I don't know, like Home Depot style, <laughs> like those sheds that you tend to yeah. see. It's a bit bigger. Yeah, it definitely yeah. felt like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of schools use that because it's cheap. Okay, cool. So we, we weren't that that uh, desperate, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's just like there's one big outdoor area. And I guess I decided one day uh, to, to sell sushi. And I didn't think to ask anyone probably they would have told me no yeah if you were asked, um, I'm sure. but i didn't ask i just did um and i was i guess responsible enough where they didn't tell me you shouldn't have done that i didn't get called to the principals or anything you know mm-hmm. um and yeah it was, it was successful i would say i i I brought a, it wasn't a Tupperware, but like, you know, those, um, cooler. Yeah, those coolers. I brought a cooler with everything I needed. <laughs> um, I brought a rice cooker, uh, and I, I cooked rice. Wait, you brought a rice cooker to school? Yeah. Like an actual electric rice cooker? Yeah, the you, cheap ones from 99 Ranch. Where but you yeah. Plugged into the yeah, you plug it into the wall, you put the rice in. Uh, yeah, I, I, I made sushi rice. And where did you get the outlet to do that? Cause it's just outdoors, there's outlets. There's outlets outdoors? Yeah, how do you think vending machines run? Oh, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you just need to know where to look, and there's always an outlet. What? Um, but yeah, uh, uh, I, I I made up sign. My 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 uh, shop name was I Found Nemo. Uh-huh. Um, I found a, a funny image of uh, Nemo cut up into a sushi roll. Uh, that was like... Oh, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the thing. Um... And not only did I sell sushi, I also sold crepes. Like French crepes? French crepes, yeah. It was a two-for-one deal, I guess. Uh, I had a little menu. Um, and yeah, it, it went well, I would say. All things considered. No one died. No one got sick. Uh-huh. Um, and that was a thing I did. Not once, not twice, but three times. <laughs> You managed to sell sushi at school three times, and no one stopped you. No. How else do you think I won student president? <laughs> because you bribed everyone. Was I didn't sushi. bribe? They paid. They paid. Uh, but they knew what I was capable of. Uh, How much of a profit did you make? Oh, like nothing. Uh, by today's even? standard, no, like I, I believe I probably made like fifty bucks, and I was like ecstatic. Yeah, um, at that age, fifty is a lot of money. Yeah, um, and yeah, I, I would say like it worked out. So, what made you stop? I probably forgot to like continue <laughs> doing it. Um, so yeah, like I guess in school I had a, a entrepreneurial spirit going. Um, you know. Sometimes they have like those catalogs that they give to students and you can go sell stuff in your neighborhood yeah. from the catalog. Um, so I did that one year and I had a lot of fun. And then I, the next year I like super planned it and I just missed the fact that it ended. Um, so I had to like give everyone's money back and everything. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I, I guess I just lost track of time and didn't continue it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was never told no, uh, which... I guess it's an excellent thing. Um, I, I know we're like, as as times progress, things and are more and more of like, you have to follow rules. Everything has to be done this way. Um, well, it's for the safety. No, of no knives at school uh, yeah. kind of thing. Um, but 
I, I think there's a time and place for trusting the younger generation. And perhaps it's because we don't trust that we end up in situations where we have like pat downs just to go to school. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't, it's not, it's not that we don't trust. It's that we don't give enough attention to know each and every student. Um, and they're not well, just, they're not just a, a number on a sheet, right? They're, they're humans. And you were lucky that you went to a school where the, the, the population is probably what a few hundred max. Yeah. I mean, the majority of the schools are like several thousands. Yeah. And it's not a few hundred, it's a hundred and yeah. something max. <laughs> so, I mean, it's hard to get to know all the students on a, on a name basis and then mm-hmm. trust them. I mean, I know when I was in high school, we had several lockdown, we had cops, we had uh, metal detectors, and that was because there was a riot at school. Mm-hmm. And so for the next week, they had metal detectors, they had cops always hanging around this campus checking everybody's bags when they come in i mean it's understandable it's for the safety of the students because you really never know i mean look at all the news report that we see nowadays on on the news right like nearly every week there's some sort of school shooting or whatever you know Mm -hmm. just because someone was neglected at some point in their lives and they decided to take that anger out on other people. Yeah. Right. And that's that's like the true unfortunate thing is that that is the outcome of this world that we live in, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's led to, everything is kind of led up to this. Um and maybe all it takes is to kind of see schooling a little bit differently um and maybe the the situation where like i found nor like we we went to school at the same time period right Mm -hmm. and you had a very different experience than i had obviously um and that is probably due to the the smaller like student body uh and the fact that people could know people on a name basis um but i think it's more than that it's it's actually knowing the people that go to your school right yeah um no one thought to mistrust me with a knife outside cutting sushi right that never crossed anyone's mind i think it's also a different like time that we lived in as Mm -hmm. well right like i mean kind of like back then when like kids walk home from school all the time it's normal i walked home from school starting in like middle school Mm -hmm. and it was not like a 10 minute walk yeah it was like a 45 minute walk every day and like no one cared no you know but it's different now. Like, you can't even go outside to your front yard to play without worrying that, like, your kid's going to get snatched up. That's just the the environment we lived in today. It's, I guess, it's much more dangerous, right? Yeah, I just wonder if it's much more dangerous or if it's much we more, more paranoid. We were more ignorant back then. Naive. <laughs> naive. Is, is it ignorance <laughs> and naivety, though? Because I think it's just, uh, it, it's a paranoia that has kind of taken over everyone and i think it all started with like terrorists that that uh, inconclusive term and now security in airports is like off the rails kind of insane right we don't have the same security for trains just because it didn't happen on a train right at the end of the day um that was not something that happened uh and therefore like trains are something that's much more freeing to 
to go ahead and ride. You're not going through metal detectors and stuff. Um, but like going down what you were saying, it's it's easy to see a future where, oh, yeah, to get on the train, you go through a metal detector, take off your shoes, uh, go through the x-ray machine, uh, and then you can go on a train. Um, and then, oh, yeah, the bus has one built into the entrance and you guys get scanned right then and there. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can go down that future or we can go down a future where like we find a way to trust each other more to the point where we don't need those faculties right and i think that is the much more interesting future that i look forward to um is one where we can learn to be okay around each other more than be afraid of one another right sure i don't think people are that afraid of each other i mean like you learn you I guess, like, you let your guard down and then there's another school shooting or you let your guard down and then there's another, you know, stabbing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm sure people aren't trying to live in a world where every day they're fearful for their lives, but it happens, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the most recent shooting, like, people were just out dancing at a club, at a whatever, what are those called, like, dance hall, and then some crazy guy came and shot a bunch of people. Like, like... No one wants to think that way, that they could go out tonight and die that night, you know? But it just happened, and it's it's not like we don't want to trust people. It's just people aren't trustworthy. They mm-hmm. People haven't earned that trust yet. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that that's why, that's perhaps why it was very surprising for you to hear that I, I just went and sold sushi in my childhood at school. Right. It, it's that kind of it's that wacky of a situation in today's world. Like no way that would fly. Yeah. Uh, not not only from the raw fish point of view, not only from your selling anything point of view, but from the oh, he has a dangerous weapon. He has a knife, you know, and like all sorts of different things can can like prevent that exact situation from happening nowadays. Uh, it's not just any one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, all I can say is I, I thought it was a fun experience, like truth be told. Um, it was probably formative in some capacity, like teaching me to like engage and do like do pseudo business kinds of things, right? Um, and I, it, it's, I, I guess there are other outlets for that. Right, that can can one day be done, um, and maybe app development is that for for the next generation. Right, you go sell apps to to people rather than make food at mm. a school. <laughs> yeah, at a school, you get around to to buy your buy your mobile game. Yeah, so that that was a. I guess it was nice going down memory lane for. <laughs> I can't say I have ever done anything that exciting in school. But, yeah. Cool. Bye. Bye.